Hello and welcome to Outsmart Charles. Tonight, three challengers from across the internet will attempt to best me in a game of trivia. But first, they'll have to compete against each other in these categories. World capitals. Words that end in eight. Number twos, who aren't Derek Jeter. Ancient lit. The amazing race. Virginia is for Outsmart Charles contestants, Devil Wagons, Crossing the Bar, and Dead White Cats. Now, Jason, I believe you uh, had the uh, high roll on the icosahedron. Uh, where would you like to go first? That is still very difficult to read. Okay, let's go with uh, World Capitals. That's something I remember you saying. Okay, let's start with World Capitals. This city is the capital of our neighbors to the north. Montreal? I'm sorry, that's incorrect. Ran. Toronto? Toronto is also incorrect. Sean, do you want to <laughs> ring in on this one? Vancouver? I'm sorry, all three of you are incorrect. A rather inauspicious um, start to uh, the uh, latest season of Outsmart Charles. The correct answer is Ottawa. The government of Norway is headquartered in this city. Oslo? That's correct. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay, cool. I, I forgot it was 10 points. It's like, I, that is so many points. Great, love it. This is the capital of Sierra Leone. Pass. Ran. Pass. Pass. Okay, I'm sorry. All of you were incorrect. The correct answer is Freetown. And now the action moves on to Rayanne. Uh, what category would you like? Uh, I'll go with Ancient Lit. This Homeric epic about a guy spending 10 years trying to get home from the Trojan Roar. Odyssey? That's correct. I was supposed to sink. <laughs> Antigone is the third play in a series that focuses on this Theban who saw his mom naked. Um... Oedipus. That's correct. Nice. This playwright was the author of the satirical play, The Clouds, a lampoon of Socrates that may have contributed to his execution. Uh, pass. <laughs> Sean. Pass. Jason. Euripides? I'm sorry, the correct answer was Aristophanes. <sighs> and now the action moves on to Jason. No, it moves on to Sean. The action <laughs> moves on to Sean. I'm okay with taking the lead again, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Dead white guys? 
Oh, the perennial favorite category on this show, <laughs> Dead White Guys. In 1777, this Philadelphia scientist and writer became the U.S. Minister to France. I'm going to pass this one. Jason. Benjamin Franklin? That's correct. This man was a leader of the French resistance and later became president of France. Pass. Jason. Pass. Rayanne. Also pass. I'm sorry, <laughs> Charles de Gaulle. I made the right choice. This artist painted iconic images of Americans sharing sodas and playing ball for the Saturday Evening Post and Boy's Life. Norman Rockwell? That's correct, Jason. Interesting fact, the Boy Scouts uh, recently sold their collection of Norman Rockwell paintings. And let's see, it is back to Jason, is it not, John? Three categories down, six to go. Let's go with Crossing the Bar. Okay. Crossing the Bar, as you might know, when you're at a bar and you order a drink, the drink passes from the bartender's side to the customer's side, so each of these categories will be about potent potables. This is the potent potable contained in a Bloody Mary. Vodka? That's correct. This beer was first brewed by Adolphus Bush in 1876. Budweiser. That's correct. This cocktail combines gin, triple sec, and lime juice. Mojito? I'm sorry, that's incorrect. I believe, mojitos, I believe mojito contains rum. Rayanne. Um, pass. Sean. Uh, pass. Okay, the correct answer is a white lady. Okay, with four <laughs> categories in, the scores are Jason has 42 points, Ray Ann still very much alive with 15 points, Sean minus one. Ray Ann, you have the board. All right. Um, I'm going to go with words that end in eight or ATE. This negative. Lee charged word means to abominate. Used with speech or violence, it refers to bigotry. Uh, pass. John. Have to pass this one. Jason. Hate. Hate. That's correct. H-A-T-E. Don't overthink these. Some of these questions are easier than others, particularly the five-point question. 
This is the uh, term for determining all endings of a verb with regard to subject and case. Negate. Sorry, trip. Uh, conjugate. My goodness. Okay, we'll give that one to you. <laughs> My brain one more. and mouth thought two different things. Yeah, this one's a fun one. This means to throw out of a window. It famously happened in Prague in 1419. Defenestrate. Defenestrate is correct. Yeah. Hey, the remaining categories left are number twos who aren't Derek Jeter, The Amazing Race, Virginia's for Outsmart Charles contestants, and Devil Wagons. John? Number twos who aren't Derek Jeter? Alrighty, number twos who aren't Derek Jeter. He was both the first American vice president and the second American president. Uh, John Adams? That's correct. You finally oh. got one. Yay. This is the yes. second element of the period. Sorry, jump the gun. This is the second element of the periodic table. Pass. Jason. Helium? Helium is correct. Here's a little trickier one. This horse ran second to affirmed in the 1978 Kentucky Derby, the 1978 Preakness, and the 1978 Belmont. Give me a pass. Jason? Seabiscuit. Uh, sorry, that Seabiscuit was much older. <laughs> pass. Brian, did you pass? I did pass. Pass okay. hard. The correct, the correct answer was Aladar. Aladar, the only horse that ever ran second in all three legs of the Triple Crown. So like a 1.5 crown they get <laughs> Okay, right now, Jason in the lead with 56. Rayanne has four points. Uh, Sean uh, sleepwalking for the first six categories with four points. I have, I have 40 points. Yes, you have 40 points. <laughs> Uh, Sean has four points. When we come back, it's still anybody's game as the points are doubled after this quick message. Don't leave now. There's more trivia coming up. Help us grow the show by subscribing to Outsmart Charles on YouTube. My name's Jason. I'm from Los Angeles, California. Um, I, I currently live like just south of Koreatown, but I've been living in various parts of Los Angeles for the last uh, 11 years or so. Um, originally from Ohio. Um, so that's um, a very, very different place. Not, not so much uh, the exciting landscapes of California, a lot more uh, rolling hills and uh, farmland. Well, that's cool. My piano teacher was from Ohio. I took up skating during the pandemic. I haven't skated in quite a while because it's been raining. And Skate I have a- Skating or inline skating or roller ice skating. skating? Roller skating. And I have a weenie dog named Noodle. Oh, I 14. like weenie dogs. <laughs> it's got some endurance. Yeah, he's a good boy.
Uh, my name is Sean. I live in Westminster, California, and I have a cat who's about three feet behind me. Oh, okay. Anyway, welcome back to Outsmart Charles. Once again, let's take a look at those scores. Jason, you're in the lead with 56 points, 16 ahead of uh, Rayanne, and a uh, whole buttload ahead of Sean. Uh, where do you want to go next? Friendly reminder that all point values in from here on out are doubled. The remaining categories are The Amazing Race, Virginia is for Outsmart Charles contestants, and Devil Wagons. Let's go with Devil Wagons, Charles. In 1908, the Ford Motor Company introduced this iconic car. The Model T? That's correct. <laughs> Little Deuce Coop is a song by, um, by this surf rock group. The Beach Boys? That's correct. Jeep moniker is all that remains of this 1970s car conglomerate once headed by George Romney. Eagle? I don't think we can accept that, John. Rayanne. Pass. John, you should try to, uh, why don't you uh, guess something? You need the Cherokee? points. I'm sorry, everybody was incorrect. The correct answer was American Motors, headed by George Romney, who, yes, in case you're wondering, that was Mitt Romney's father. Well, Sean, it, it looks like you're in the Mudsinger seat. Well, you know, I, I came into this, to this game with the goal of getting one question right, and I did that, so I'm feeling pretty upbeat right now. Let's, let's be honest. Let me see if I can get Sean to get back to the negative points by the end of the game. <laughs> okay, Rayanne, your categories are Amazing Race and Virginia is for Outsmart Charles contestants. Well, I guess I'll go with the Amazing Race just because I wanted to say it that way. I know nothing about either of those two things. Okay, all questions in this category will concern demography. This is the most common ethnicity in El Paso County, Texas. What is an ethnicity? Is Hispanic an ethnicity? Be more specific, give her Mexican a American. Mexican American is correct. This is the most common ethnicity in Franklin County, Idaho. And no, the answer is not potatoes. Um, Caucasian? Be more a... specific. White, white? I don't know. Be more specific. <laughs> <laughs> Irish? Uh, I'm sorry, that's incorrect. Sean? German-American? I'm sorry, that's incorrect. Russian? I'm sorry, the correct answer was English. Okay, Rianne, you got one more. Outside of Greece, this city has more Greeks than anywhere else. 
Uh, pass. Okay, Sean. Sure. I'm sorry, incorrect. Jason. San Francisco. I'm sorry, believe it or not, the city um, with the most Greeks, more Greeks than anywhere else, is Melbourne, Australia. Australia competes with the United States to have the largest number of expatriate Greeks. There are large populations in many Australian cities. Sean, that leaves you with one point and uh, three chances to uh, get down to zero or negative in Virginia is for Outsmart Charles contestants. Believe me, Sean. Name two presidents of the United States that were born in Virginia. Come on, Sean, this is an easy one. Pass. Jason. George Washington and Thomas Jefferson. That's correct. We would have also accepted James Madison, James Monroe, William Henry Harrison, John Tyler, Zachary Taylor, or Woodrow Wilson. Sean. Along with the University of Virginia, this presidential mansion has been designated a UNESCO World Heritage Site. Might help if you knew who founded the University of Virginia. I don't know that one. Jason. Monticello. Monticello is correct. This colonial city, midway between Jamestown and Yorktown, served as Virginia's capital for much of the 18th century. John. Pass, that's my one point, I'm sorry. Jason. Um. Pass. Ran. Also pass. Correct answer was um, Williamsburg. Anybody ever been to Colonial Williamsburg? I went to Colonial Williamsburg a few days after I went to Monticello. Mm, yeah, that sounds right. Probably. Probably what I did in elementary school, yeah. Um, up next, I'll take on Jason and see if he has what it takes to outsmart Charles. I'll take that hat. Want access to ad-free episodes and an exclusive after-show podcast? Become a supporter at patreon.com slash outsmartcharles. It's time to outsmart Charles. I've asked each of our competitors for five categories to be quizzed on. Of those, I've picked two for Charles and three for Jason. Either of you can choose from the following categories. U.S. Vice Presidential Winners and Losers. Most things to do with the NBA. U.S. Presidents dinosaurs, and X-Men. Charles, you have choice. Okay, uh, I'll take uh, 
I'll take uh, vice presidential winners and losers. This man served as vice president for 31 days. I know this one. It's, uh, it's John Tyler because Harrison only okay. served as president for 31 days. Good sound logic and reasoning there, Charles. Next question. The first vice presidential loser shares a name with the founder of Parliament Funkadelic and later served as VP. Okay, the first vice presidential loser, uh, let's see. I think that was George Clinton. That is correct. I don't think he played the saxophone. I don't think the saxophone has been invented yet. This losing running mate of Thomas Jefferson has a difficult name to say with a mouth full of peanut butter. Losing running mate of Thomas Jefferson. Let's see, did he? Let's see, in 1796, his running mate was Aaron Burr, wasn't it? That is correct. I'll give that to you because the. Uh, Timers. We get the timers working later on that. Wait, uh, I was about to call time. I thought they didn't have running mates at that time. There was the runner-up that became vice president. You know what? Something the like answer that. Answer is still correct. On is, is, to... the, is, the, is the thing about peanut butter uh, a quote from Hamilton? No. No. Jason, do you know what it's from? No, I don't. Oh, it's from a Got Milk commercial. It's from the like '90s Got Milk commercial. It's which was directed by. Uh, I don't think this is an answer in a previous in a future question. Um, Michael Bay. Michael Bay directed that commercial. What? Yep. I mean, I guess uh, this guy. Gotta... This guy's eating a peanut butter sandwich. He's listening to the radio. He's got all this like Aaron Burr memorabilia all around him. Oh, I have um, seen that commercial a long time ago. Hamilton. Right? Yeah, it's got Hamilton memorabilia, Aaron Burr stuff, he, and they randomly call one person to see if they can get the question right, and they said, who shot Alexander Hamilton? And he gets the phone answer, and he says, Aaron Burr. Aaron Burr. Sorry. We'll have to go on to the next caller. Oh, so sad. All right. On to the 20-point question. She was the first vice presidential nominee for a major party. Uh, Geraldine Ferraro in 1984. Ding, ding. And to close out the round, this representative from Kentucky lost his vice presidential election after serving as second in command to Zachary Tyler in the Battle of Monterey. Is that uh, William Orlando Butler? And this is what happens when I write questions about categories that Charles knows better than I do. Gets them all right. Good job, Charles. <laughs> Control is going to move over to Jason as I pull up those categories. And remember to turn that off. Uh, Jason. X-Men, please. X-Men, an excellent choice. The X-Men were created by this iconic Marvel duo. Stan Lee and Jack Kirby? That is correct. 
this Smart Mouth Mutants titular movie is the second highest grossing R-rated movie in the U.S. behind The Passion of the Christ. Deadpool. Dead right. I think I'll just take a nap while he gets all these right. Uh, Deadpool's also not actually a mutant. Oh, you're correct. <clears throat> You'd get a bonus point for that. Oh. But for correcting the Game Master, you also get a negative point, so they kind of cancel each other out. <laughs> if you thought that question was incorrect, wait till you see the next one. <laughs> What's gonna happen? <laughs> In 2015, the X-Men faced the threat of the Terrigen Cloud, a substance deadly to mutants, but it gives this group of heroes their powers. The Inhumans? Bing! You know your X-Men and X-Men related characters. Moving on to the 20 point question. The original X-Men team was comprised of which five mutants? As I pull up my correct answers here. Oh wait, that's the wrong one. There we go. All right. Angel, <laughs> Beast, Marvel Girl, Cyclops, and Iceman. Bing, you got those all right there. I was hoping you'd get one of them wrong and then Charles would get to steal and he'd only have to come up with one more, but he'd have to know which one you got wrong. So, all right. Final question here. Let's see if you can tie it up with Charles. Many draw connections between the struggles of mutants and the LGBT community. Which X-Men character had the first same-sex wedding in mainstream comics in 2012? That was North Star. Bing! Clean sweep of the category. Good job, Jason. You did it. Charles, it's all tied up. You've got control. Just to remind you, we've got two categories left to play. So this is your last pick of categories, Charles. I'll uh, take let me put them up so then it's to do with the NBA. This UCLA alumnus holds the record for most points scored in a career. Oh, that's an easy one. That is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar or Lou Alcindor. Good job. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was known for this trademark shot. This is so ironic because uh, as we're doing this, I'm preparing for a debate with somebody about Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and Will Chamberlain. It's the skyhook. Just in time before the buzzer was about to go off on you there. The term Skyhook was coined by Eddie Duchette, radio announcer for this team Abdul-Jabbar was playing for at the time. Probably the Milwaukee Bucks. Ding. Let's see if you can get one of these wrong so that Jason has a chance to steal on here. In what two years did the Milwaukee Bucks win the NBA championship? 1971 and 2021. That is correct. All right, here we go. This is for all of your money. Did I mention we're playing for your money? What two Milwaukee Bucks players were named MVP in 2021 and 1971? Yeah, I suspected. I, I kind of knew that you were. Wait a minute. 
regular season MVP or finals MVP? Your answers finals. presumably are Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and Giannis Antetokounmpo. But um, the question should read finals MVP, not regular season MVP. Thank so you for not passing gonna... any of those because I would not have gotten a single one. Um, I, I was hoping you'd at least slip up on this question and like... I, I could have guessed Kareem Abdul-Jabbar just in question context for 1971, but outside of that, I, nothing. I mean, it, it's easy. I mean, Giannis is a big deal right now. He won the MVP in 2019 and 2020 and the uh, finals MVP in 2021. Jason, two categories left to choose from U.S. presidents or dinosaurs. Um, I'm going to go with dinosaurs then. All right. Dinosaurs, uh, a strong choice, especially none of because the categories it's... that Charles had picked were something I was going to pick up any points in. So, well, I guess I, I could have gotten some points out of vice presidents, but uh, I don't think I could have forced Charles into uh, my categories. So a good choice of dinosaurs, as it is likely the category of the two that I have more uh, not perfect information on. But see if you can guess what I was thinking of in these. All right. The term dinosaur is derived from the Greek dinosaurus. What does that roughly translate to in English? Thunder lizard. That is an acceptable answer. This disputed genus of dinosaur translates to thunder lizard. <clears throat> and was the basis for the 1914 animation Gertie the Dinosaur and the mascot for Sinclair Oil. Maybe I shouldn't have given you correct points for the last answer, but we'll see how it goes here. Brontosaurus? That is correct. Which is sometimes thought of as an apatosaurus. Oh yeah, there's a lot, there's a lot to do with that one. And that's why it's a disputed genus there. And I didn't want to get too much into that, so I just, Decided to go with that for the question. Aside from birds, most dinosaurs lived during what three geologic periods? Um, Cetaceous period, Jurassic period, Cretaceous period? Those are not quite the three we were looking for. Charles, let's see if you can steal this one. Is it the Jurassic, the Triassic, and the Cretaceous? That is what we're looking for there. They may have lived during others as well. That was the majority of dinosaurs found um, seem to live during those, those three. All right, back to Jason for the fourth question in this round. Discovered in Tanzania between 1907 and 1912, this is the tallest and heaviest dinosaur known from skeletal records. Uh, Titanosaur? No, that is not what we're looking for here. Charles, let's see, you can steal that one again. I don't think I'll be able to steal. I'm going to guess that it's a Brachiosaurus, but that's probably incorrect. That is the answer we have that we're looking for here, also known as Giraffitan branchi, however you pronounce that. Uh, 
Yeah, that is correct. Another good steal there, Charles. Uh, back to Jason for the last question here. With a length of only five centimeters and still alive today, what is the smallest known dinosaur? Um... Pass? <laughs> a horseshoe crab? I... No, no wrong, no points for uh, wrong answers. So I'll accept your wrong guess of horseshoe crab. Uh, Charles, your chance to steal smallest dinosaur still alive today. Dinosaurs still alive today, and about as long as my index finger. Is it? I don't know. Is it a gecko? According to random sources on the internet, the correct answer is a bee hummingbird, uh, also known as Zunzuncito or Helena hummingbird. Hmm. That's right. Birds, dinosaurs. Apparently this one can be traced back to the, the uh, its ancestral dinosaurs. It's terrifying. It's five centimeters tall and it will kill you. Well, Jason, I'm sorry. You have not outsmarted Charles Bennett. Bunch of points in the last round. You're uh... The current leader in the in the leaderboard of this season of Outsmart Charles. And tune in next week when we have three new contestants on another fun episode of Outsmart Charles. Thank you.